It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. We're getting you ready for the game on The Build-Up with news from around the league, interviews, highlights, and more. Here's your host, Ted Ramey. Neutral zone play now. Evans trying to get it, couldn't control. Ruta intercepts for the Sharks. And at the end of his shift, he'll just back a high one into the offensive zone. It bounces out in front. The Sharks score! Luke Cunning takes advantage of a turnover all by himself in front. He couldn't believe the puck was there, and he snaps it past Montembeau. That's a big goal for Cunning and the Sharks. San Jose takes the one to nothing lead. We got better as the game went on, and as we've touched on, we've been digging ourselves out of a mental hole. And, you know, I thought our start was just okay. And then I thought we got better and better as the game went on. And... You know, you don't go through what we've been through and all of a sudden feel great about yourself. you got to earn it, and we started earning it shift after shift. Um, and that's how we have to get out of this. And we took a big step today, and as we said, we want to know. So that's how we look at it, and you know, give them a ton of credit. I thought they did a really good job at the end there, uh, pushing hard. They get the six-on-five goal, and there was a shooting gallery there for a little bit. But we stood tall. We blocked some key shots, and our goalie was outstanding when we needed him to be. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome as we get ready for the San Jose Sharks to give us some midday hockey, 1 o'clock go time right here on the Sharks Audio Network as they are in Ottawa looking to make it two games in a row and take two out of three on this road trip before they head to Buffalo and then Chicago before coming home a week from tonight when they'll be hosting the Ducks. But right now the Sharks are in a position where finally the schedule lightened up a bit, and we are going to get into that with a couple of interviews I have lined up for you after this, where they finally saw a team that was not an upper echelon team in Montreal, and they beat them. And then today they will see Ottawa, not an upper echelon team, and we'll see what happens. Then we'll see what happens against Buffalo, and then Chicago, and then Anaheim. So this is a stretch right now for the Sharks where it does lighten up and they have the opportunity to make themselves that much more impressive, that much more confident, that much more able to look back on the 12-game losing streak and acknowledge that injuries were a factor, not the only factor, but a factor, and give themselves an opportunity to really um, just overall feel better about themselves as a team and as individual players. The lineup for today's game, according to David Quinn's uh, pregame availability, uh, no changes from the last game. Even though it is in Ottawa, he did think about getting Sabarin in, uh, but that will not be the case for this game. You always appreciate the idea that a guy wants to get somebody in, but David Quinn is thinking first and foremost about getting wins, and he's got to reward the guys that just did the job in the previous game against Montreal. So hopefully the Sharks will be able to uh, make it two in a row. And also, you are looking at the potential return of Logan Couture, not today, maybe in Buffalo, maybe in Chicago. I know that he's skating out there. He's practicing with the team. It's just a matter of waiting for him to feel right. And honestly, there is no point for Couture to rush it. You would like for him to get back sooner rather than later. Clearly, but there is no great rush. This is not a team in the midst of a playoff push. They do not have great aspirations. And so Logan Couture coming back before he is anything other than 100% 
seems to me like a foolhardy idea and something that really doesn't stack up uh, in my brain as being the sensible thing to do. Uh, this also means that Mackenzie Blackwood will be getting the start today for the San Jose Sharks. Mackenzie Blackwood, simply phenomenal in the game on Thursday night against Montreal. Uh, he had 33 saves, 943 save percentage. I know that some of the previous few performances he had 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 not been up to snuff with what he was hoping to have out there on the ice. And so for me, I'm looking at this as like, yeah, give him the opportunity to go out there and have a good performance again. Build that confidence. Not that he was the problem in any of those previous starts because the Sharks' defense was not playing at a level that I think was commensurate with the level of expectations that everybody had. But I think now you have the opportunity for him to be that much better get where he was earlier in the year, maybe with a little bit more consistency and build that confidence against teams that are not as loaded as some of the other teams the Sharks were going up against when the defense was not as good in front of him. All right, we are now going to bring in Luke Cunning, who I spoke with yesterday, coming off the big win last night. I have to imagine, Luke, that that plane ride last night, that was a pretty, um, a much lighter airplane than maybe the flight after Toronto, right? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you know, when when you win, everything's, you know, more fun. Everyone's uh, got, you know, a smile on their face. And, uh, you know, we just want to keep uh, keep that good feeling. So it was a good job by, you know, the guys last night um, getting back in the winning column. And, um, you know, now it's on us to just, you know, keep keep playing more of that style of hockey and uh, keep that good, uh, good feeling, you know, alive. Yeah, we got to see. uh Coach Quinn's speech to you guys after the game, and he alluded to the previous road trip where you guys got better as it went on. Um, is that kind of just, is that what the mentality is? Just see if you can keep it rolling just as long as you can now? Yeah, I mean, you know, the that streak, uh, that losing streak's behind us. Um, you know, we're focused on, you know, Ottawa. Just focusing, you know, on the next uh, challenge ahead, I think, is kind of the mindset we need to have. Just one day at a time, one game at a time, and, um, you know, doing the things that we need to do that night to uh, to have the success. And, um, you know, we had a good practice today, and, um, you know, hopefully we can have another good performance tomorrow. The streak, you know, we compare to the winless start of the season where it was 0-10-1, and like that didn't feel anything like this. Like that was a, a different team. Obviously, that was a lot of newcomers getting to know each other. Strength of schedule. I'm sure you don't want to hear that, but in my opinion, play a factor then, just as it did in this most recent losing streak. But the thing that got me was like the game against Colorado. You guys had an argument to where you could have walked away with a win in that game. Same thing with the game against Detroit. Same thing with the game against Winnipeg. Same thing with the one nothing loss in Arizona, which was right after that 2-1 win over Winnipeg that was the last win before last night. Like, I imagine that when hard work and what feels like winning performances don't get rewarded, that makes it that much more frustrating, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, some of those games throughout that stretch, I definitely think we're, you know, we were in it. We could have won it. Um, whether it was a couple of things we did, not playing the full 60, a couple of lapses maybe here or there. Um, but definitely playing, you know, a better style of hockey, you know, giving us a better chance to win than, you know, I think we were at the beginning half of, uh, you know, that stretch, you know, the, the earlier losing streak. So, um, you know, but there was also bad games in there as well. And I think just, you know, tightening it up and, and kind of focusing more on, you know, a couple of game segments, you know, just really worrying about the next task at hand, I think is kind of the mindset we need to have and, um, you know, not look too far ahead and, obviously not look behind us and just, you know, keep, uh, keep building on what, 
you know, we can do to have success. Like I've said, how much was it just nice for you guys to have what looked like a fun practice on, on Wednesday in between the games they showed, you know, it was teal versus whites losing team was down there doing pushups. Like I know that that stuff from the outside probably maybe gets overlooked, but like a big part of this beyond like the individual games is like teammates and the bonds and everybody having fun and getting back to chirping each other and kind of being back in that mindset. Like it, it is supposed to be fun. It is a game after all. Right. Yeah, you know, definitely in times like that, it's good to, you know, have some have some fun, have a good practice, have some competition, a couple of laughs. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you got to got to go out and do the job and, and, you know, win hockey games and do what you're, you know, you're here to do. Um, but there's definitely another side, um, you know, mentally just, you know, being positive, having fun with, uh, you know, these guys. And, you know, we had a good, you know, fun skate um, ended up, you know, it, sometimes you see that factor into the next night and you guys play well and, um, that happened for us. So, um, you know, starting to get that, you know, that good feeling back in the room. And today was another, you know, quick, uh, quick, good skate, had some fun out there with the guys, you know, guys are smiling, laughing, playing around at the rink. So that's, uh, definitely makes it, uh, you know, easier on a lot of guys, um, you know, to go out and play your best and, and feel your best. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, in last last night's game, we we did some good things, and that's over. And now, um, you gotta you gotta show up tomorrow and and do it again. Take me through your goal to get things going, because to me, on the road, the last thing you want to be doing is chasing a game. You get that goal first, you strike, and you know, I was telling you before we started, from the view on TV, it's you know the camera's over here, and all of a sudden you come flying out and just into the picture and pick up that puck and just slam it home like that was just I. You know, for us watching on TV, it was like, oh, he, you know, there was no way anybody could have been ready for that because you were probably moving like three times as fast as everybody else on screen at that moment. So was there any risk in that involved for you? Or were you just like, I'm going to go for it in case there's a carom? No, you know, I was just, uh, I was the last guy to change. So, um, you know, I think I kind of got lost, uh, you know, behind the play. Um, they had all five guys back. Uh, Roots got it in deep. Bales had a great, you know, did a great job on the four check. And I think, you know, sometimes you know, you just puck watch and they might not have seen me coming off. Obviously lucky bounce or not just kind of squeaks to the middle there. And, uh, you know, nice to get that one, get that one in. So, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good to get that, uh, that goal, get, you know, start with the lead on the road, like you said. And, um, you know, I thought we got better as the game went on. And then Fabian adds another one to give you guys a two nothing lead, um, which, you know, d- does that provide breathing room? Were you guys able to relax a little bit at that point in a good way, not in a bad way? I'll preface that. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I think, you know, our mindset was just, you know, keep the foot on the gas, don't stop, keep playing the same way we're playing. Um, you know, I thought we did a better job on the four check last night, creating more, you know, offensive chances, more time in the ozone and, um, you know, allowing us to stay in there longer. So um, that was kind of the mindset. Um, definitely nice when you have, you know, a couple goal lead. Uh, you got to keep going. You can't, uh, you can't let up. And in terms of just the overall active sticks, like I know you referenced the four check, but it did seem like all of the forwards were just very much engaged. Um, whether it was you or Duke or hurdle, whoever it was, it seemed like you guys were doing a lot of really good work, especially like you said on the four check and in the neutral zone to try and disrupt their flow. And then when they did come down the ice, they weren't getting central. They weren't getting towards the slot. You guys did a really good job of pushing them and funneling them to the outside. Yeah, no, I thought D zone, we had good, you know, second quick, um, you know, we were doing a good, 
good job stopping him, getting him up against the wall and having that second guy come in and help and, you know, end in plays quickly. So we weren't, you know, getting extended time in the D zone. And um, obviously Blackie was great, like he usually is. So it's nice to have those big saves when we need it and, um, you know, get out of our zone as quick as possible to, to go down to the other end. So um, definitely things I think you can, you know, we can clean up and just continue to get better, but it was definitely, you know, a good start. Tell me about just watching Mackenzie Blackwood, whether you're out there on the ice or whether you're on the bench watching him make a big save because, I mean, he just it makes some saves that you don't see coming. Like, you'll you'll watch a play develop and you're kind of thinking, how's he going to get there? And he keeps on getting there. Like, that's like his athleticism is it's pretty wild. And to watch him make some of the saves he makes, it's pretty fun to watch. From, from my perspective, whether I'm up top watching at home or watching on TV from the road, like, the guy just makes just huge saves. Yeah, just the second and third efforts, obviously. Um, you know, both of our goalies have been great for us this year, keeping us in games. And um, you see the big saves they make. Uh, it's, it's impressive. And, you know, you need them. Uh, you, you know, you need good goaltending to win. So, um, you know, they've they've definitely, both of them all year have done their job. And, you know, it's uh, it's kept us in a lot of games. Yeah, I was going over this morning on our, on our show, the – just some of the the save percentages both uh, McKenzie and Capo have had in games that you guys haven't won, and it's just like it's you know it's some of that puck luck that hasn't gone your way, and it's it, it is in, impressive though because there's also beyond the games where they've been you know really really good. There's other games where the numbers don't match. If you go back and you think about some of the things they did, where it's not really indicative of the performance they put out, and that's you know hockey can be kind of cruel that way, especially. Uh, to goalies, but I think also is, you know, especially to the team for you guys, like there were efforts there, you know, where you guys put out really good performances and it didn't work out that way. And we talked about the hard work and I guess just how is the vibe of the team now heading into this next game, knowing that you have that pressure off, like you got the win and now you can, does it allow you guys to breathe a little bit more easier? Like I know obviously everybody's in a better mood, but do you think that you can focus now in a different way than you were when maybe the, the losing streak was weighing on you guys? I mean, I think it definitely takes a little bit of weight off your shoulder. Um, but that being said, it's, you know, it's, it's not a one and done kind of thing. You know, we expect a lot from ourselves and, you know, we, we want to go on winning streaks, right? So, you know, you win two, you got to win three. And like I said, just focusing on that next game, uh, the next task at hand and that's Ottawa. And, um, you know, we got to go out and do the right things to give us the best chance to win. And, uh, that's really all we're focused on. Yeah. And, you know, like when I bring up like the schedule, you know, being a factor at the start of the year in the last, you know, a little bit here, especially like only four games you guys played at home in the month of December. I mean, do you just want to tell me like to get out of here with that? Or do you acknowledge that it, there there are factors of that? The same with injuries. Yeah, it is what it is. It's part of the game. Uh, everyone has to, everyone does it. Everyone has to deal with it. Um the schedule is what the schedule is The point, you know, the injuries happen. Unfortunately, that's uh, you know, the worst part of our game, but uh, I think, uh, you know, you, you got to focus and worry about the things that you can control, uh, spend time on the other things. And, you know, for us, that's what uh, that's going out and doing our job tomorrow night. And, um, you know, I think everyone, you know, has that same mindset right now, which is a good thing. So you've got a bit of an off day for after, after you're done with me, then your work ends. What are you going to do with that? Are you guys going to take in a nice dinner anywhere? Are you going to go try and get something in, go see a movie? Like, how are you going to relax now before you've got to get ready for the game tomorrow? Yeah, I'll probably uh, make a few calls to 
whatever somebody is maybe some family and uh maybe take a quick nap and then get some dinner with the guys and you know just get ready for tomorrow nice man sounds good well luke i will let you go i appreciate your time as always keep it rolling man and we'll talk soon all right awesome thanks a lot Again, that was Luke Cunning joining us here on the Sharks Audio Network. If you have not checked out all the work he is doing with his Type 1 Diabetes Foundation, just search the Luke Cunning T1D Fund, uh, which obviously is creating awareness, funding research, and supporting kids and their families impacted by Type 1 Diabetes. Luke is um, he's great. Uh, you know, he is just always, I've said this before, if you go after the home games, he's always out there meeting with families, talking to the young kids. That kind of stuff cannot be overstated, in my opinion, how important that is. Uh, families, kids, fans, people remember that stuff. I might say in the long term, even more than anything they can do on the ice. And Luke Cunning is one of those character guys that you love having associated with the organization. Now, coming up today in the NHL, we do have a busy docket of games. Before uh, this airs, you are going to see that the Rangers and Capitals are going to be underway. Also, at one with the Sharks, we've got the Canucks visiting the Sabres. At three, the Devils take on the Panthers. The Kings see the Red Wings at four. Also at four, we've got the Pens in Carolina taking on the Hurricanes. Montreal hosting the Oilers. Tampa will play host to the Ducks. And the Avs are going to be in Toronto taking on the Maple Leafs. The Jets are playing host to the Flyers. The Blue Jackets see the Kraken come to town. Then at five, Dallas is in Chicago seeing the Blackhawks. The Bruins are in St. Louis taking on the Blues. The Predators welcome the Islanders. The Wilds see the Coyotes come to town. And then the game day wraps up its schedule with Calgary at Las Vegas. Taking a look at the standings right now, this morning, first place in the Atlantic, Boston. They are 24, 8, and 9, 57 points. In the Metro, the Rangers are in first place, 26, 12, and 2, 54 points. If we take a look at the Western Conference in the Central, Winnipeg, they have just been absolutely on fire, 28, 9, and 4, 60 points. They have won eight in a row. They are the hottest team in the NHL, them and the Oilers, not to overlook. Actually, the Oilers have won nine now, uh, but obviously the 60 points have them at the top. And just one point behind them is Vancouver. They're playing great hockey, 28, 11, and 3, 59 points. They've won four in a row. Uh, so right now, the top-tier teams in the NHL, uh, all very, very good teams and all very, very exciting which is setting us up for an exciting finish to the overall second half of the NHL season as a lot is going to change. But it will be very curious to see what happens with the NHL uh, trade deadline looming. We've heard talk of Mario Ferraro. We've heard talk of Capo Kakinen. We know that other players that are on the Sharks that are unrestricted free agents are going to be uh, probably in the mix for being moved. And that really makes me wonder what's going to happen for Mike Greer and the acquisitions that he's going to make in terms of the players he's going to bring in, the draft capital that he can acquire, the overall players that he can bring in. I'm sure there's going to be some bad contracts, quote unquote, that he brings in to use to create cap space for the future as part of those uh, acquisitions. But, you know, that's what a rebuild is all about, even if we have not heard those words used in too many Press conferences, I think it's pretty clear that that's what the Sharks are going through right now. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the day, trade deadline and then again in this upcoming offseason. And I've been saying it all along that 
you know, these are very, very impactful times for the San Jose Sharks, even though they are relatively forgettable. 12-game losing streaks, you don't love these in any way, shape, or form. Um, but right now, it's just overall a part of the process that the Sharks are in as they try to make themselves one of the top-tier teams in the NHL. So that about wraps it up for today's edition of the Build-Up. No build-up on Monday as we've got a 10 o'clock start time, 9.30 pregame show. Uh, but I will be back with you on Morning Tide tomorrow morning uh, as we look back at this upcoming game against Ottawa. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey, signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yen.